Hello and welcome friends. You are now listening to the new grad physical therapist success blueprint audio experience. I am the host of this podcast, Javier Carlin, the founder of the new grad PT mentors, where we help new grad physical therapists like yourself to become confident clinicians, increase their worth as PTs and take control of their finances without burning out or needing 10 plus years of experience. If this is your first time listening, thank you so much. It means the absolute world to us. And if you have any questions at all, reach out to us at contactngptmentors.com. That is contactngptmentors.com. If you haven't already, make sure to join our free Facebook group, New Grad PT Mentorship, and follow us on Instagram at the New Grad PT Mentors. Thank you so much. Now on to the show. On this episode of the New Grad Physical Therapist Success Blueprint, Javier interviews physical therapist Dr. Joseph Googie, co-founder of PrePT Grind. Tune in to hear his story of how he went from experiencing internal pressures to be successful and make his family proud, to stumbling upon a profession he had never heard of, his struggles as a new grad, and eventually finding his passion through this profession. Joseph discusses how his own struggles, mistakes, and lack of guidance paved the way to discovering his love of mentoring pre-PTs on their own journey and providing them with the proper counsel and tools necessary to get accepted into physical therapy school and become successful physical therapists. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the New Grad Physical Therapist Success Blueprint. My name is Javier Carlin. I'm the host of this podcast and the founder of the New Grad PT Mentors, where we help new grad physical therapists increase their worth, and take control of their finances without needing 10 plus years of experience. Today, I have a very, very special guest, a very good friend of mine. Uh, we work together at Renewal Rehab. We're working on opening up a couple of clinics in 2019. Um, well, I don't know what to say about this guy. He is really an amazing human being. He's a founder of Pre-PT Grind, um, and uh, he's just all, an all-around amazing individual, uh, someone that I'm. Oh, I guess. I, no, seriously, man. It's 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 really an honor to be able to like work like by your side every single day to drive you to work, be your Uber every single day. Uh, <laughs> for the last six months. <laughs> for the last six months. Come on, bro. Get, yeah, a, like, get a car already, get a man. Car, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, it's easy. <laughs> um, no, it's it, it's really a pleasure to, to like. I just moving here to Tampa has been really an amazing experience, and I'm really glad that that um we just got we've gotten so close in the past six months so thank you for being on it's this crazy, podcast man. today um yeah it's it's insane how fast the time has flown it's by wild. uh so today is january 2nd of 2019 um and and i hope you're ready because this podcast uh is about to be fire <laughs> i'm excited man honestly bro uh nah man it's been it's been a crazy six months um you're you're right bro like i think we knew each other obviously through smart success pt and we'll talk a little bit about all that you know today but uh but but these past six months just pushing each other uh just the constant grind man daily um has been it's a blessing bro um so so it's, it's i'm honored to be on this podcast man and just help you and your platform and inspiring you know the next generation of new grad pt just pushing them to the max man like we push each other every day so every it's, single day it's now you know how taking this platform and, and just pushing all of you to just realize that everything you want is out there for you to grab um even though we're not necessarily taught that in pt school um there are still ways to do it and that's what we're going to share today yep 100 percent. so 
So Joseph, um, can you give the listeners uh, who might not know too much about you a glimpse into your background um, and, and why you chose PT really as your career? Yeah. So uh, uh, how y'all doing? Um, it's a pleasure to be here. Um, my, my beginnings, and I'll make this kind of short, is um, I'm originally from East Africa. Um, I'm from Kenya. That's where I was born. Uh, we came to the United States in 2000. Uh, when I was uh, pretty young. And uh, for me, a, a lot of my expectations, at least the ones that were, you know, kind of pressed on me were uh, really to be a doctor, lawyer, engineer. I think that's a pretty common trio uh, for a lot of people that are not from the States. And and really for, for, for myself, it was just this push to um, make my family proud. Um, a lot of it was, you know, came from the fact that, you know, you come to the States and then there's this belief that, you know, everything is absolutely possible, which it is. I mm -hmm. think we're just not giving the tools, um, to do that, you know, adequately. And that's why this platform is important. But really for me, it was, you know, being the firstborn and, um, just a lot of other internal pressures that I had. Um, and those are other stories for another day, but, uh, but, but long story short, I, I felt this weight, to make you know my family proud um, through a lot of different ups and downs. I didn't, you know, growing up, my parents were working a lot of shifts where um, they were away, uh, working nights, days, everything. And so it was really my siblings and I um, at home. So I just knew what I didn't want in my career, uh, but I also knew that I couldn't let them down. And then there was just this added pressure, I think really more so than my other siblings. And so, um, so I thought I was going to have to be a doctor, but as I was pushing through it, as I was going through high school, I, I remember, man, it was, it was like an accident, bro. <laughs> like I, uh, it was my junior year, uh, alumni weekend. Um, how they did it in my high school is they would bring in other professionals that had gone there in the past that were successful in their given careers. And you pick two. You pick two, you go, you know, you sit down in there, uh, you, you, you hang out with them for 40 to 45 minutes. They tell you what they do, why they do it. And then I guess it's kind of your way to pick what career you want to do. And I remember my junior year, man, all I, I picked two of the three. I picked the lawyer and, um, and a physician. And I remember one of them was filled. I can't remember which one. Um, and so I, I put my name on the one that was not filled. And then um, I looked for where my friends were because I was the easiest thing. I was like, mm -hmm. well, if I can't go where I want to go, mm -hmm. then I'm going to go to where um, to where my friends are. And so <laughs> a bunch of my homies were in the PT group. I didn't even know what a physical therapist was. So I was like, yo, why the heck not? <laughs> so, so I went and sat in there really aiming to just have a good time with my homies, not really going to pay attention to anything. Um, and, and then I ended up like asking myself after I was just listening to this lady talk about what she did, I was like, holy freaking crap. Like you get paid to do that. Like I had never seen anything like it. I had never seen like a professional where you could do all that. Like, and I, I was a talker. So like half the times I got in trouble, half the beatings I got when I was still in Africa because they did that in school. Half you were the, a talker. Everything, man. Oh, I can still talk all day, but, 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 but. That's why I got in trouble. So I was like, shoot, I can get paid. Just talk to people. So um, that was my first pull towards physical therapy. Um, and, and it kind of drew me back to some of the things that I, that I had wanted. I knew that I wanted more time. I, I knew that that's one thing that I never really got as a kid because my parents were working so hard to, to really provide us with everything that we could of being immigrants. Um, but I knew that I wanted to do something more and really be there for my future kids, be there for my future wife as well, um, getting married this year as well. But 
Hey, let's get it. But but really for me, it was like, all right, I got to start figuring that out. And it wasn't until I had a conversation with a physician friend of mine um, late in high school um, who told me, Joseph, everything you're telling me right now in terms of in terms of the lifestyle you want, um, the time you want, because back then I didn't really understand the whole time freedom thing, but mm-hmm. I knew that I wanted my weekends free. I knew I didn't want to be on call. Right. I knew that I, I wanted my evenings off so I could have, you know, dinner with my family. And he was like, you're asking to be a physical therapist. Like everything you want matches with physical therapy. And then he's the one that told me, he's like, yo, it's a doctorate too. So mm-hmm. just sell that. Like he knew what my struggle was because he was also African. And so, so that's, that's actually how I convinced my mom. <laughs> I was like, your mom it's a doctorate. And so she was pretty excited about that. Um, because it, it's for a lot of family members, it's, it's not that they want us to do something we don't like. I think it's a lot of, a lot of it comes with pride. A lot of it comes with the fact they want us to achieve something great. And, mm-hmm. and the interpretation is just different for different families, for, for mine and my culture. It's like, being a physician is, is something great. It's something to be proud of. Being a lawyer, being an engineer. And so, and so being a PT was just new, but it was my way to now say, okay, I see certain things that I want in terms of my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And I know I want to help people at a certain level. So I just dove in. Um, uh, later found out that there's a few things that I, uh, you know, that, <laughs> that I didn't fully get that I wish I did um, that, that, that didn't become roadblocks and are roadblocks for a lot of physical therapists now. But um, and that's why you have this platform, Hav. But, uh, but, but that's why physical therapy. That's why I am where I'm at. That's why even my platform, PrePT Grind, even started just to serve uh, pre-physical therapy students at a high level and just help them fast track their way into physical therapy school, helping them get into PT school without wasting time or money. And 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 that comes from just this like deep understanding of what it feels like to not be able to have the tools necessary to achieve your goal and not knowing the right steps, not having the right guidance, not having the right mentorship, not having the right network. Um, because that's where I was. That's where a lot of my friends were when after my sophomore year, they were all being told, you know, in college, you know what, pull the plug. You don't even, you'll never make it into PT school. These are the advisors, bro. Like these are the, 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 yeah. the school advisors, the faculty that are supposed to be guiding us you know, telling them just pull the plug. And funny enough, two of them actually went back and are currently in PT school. So had they just stayed in, hmm. they might be PTs already. Hmm. And so there, there's a lot of pre-PTs out there that, that are going through the same struggles, um, identity crisis, um, feeling like they have to do things <clears throat> for somebody else and not necessarily themselves. And so it's empowering them, but giving them the tools and guidance to absolutely crush it. Yeah. That's pre-PT, man. No, I, I think that's so key because it's funny because the same struggles that you have as a pre-PT uh, when, I mean, a lot of these pre-PTs are just, you know, just going to give up on, on the physical therapy profession and yeah. career. There's a lot of physical therapists who already graduated, you know, as a physical therapist, they're practicing and they're giving, they're ready to give up on their career. Yeah. Um, so the same people have the same internal struggles before and after. Um, and I think the guidance aspect of it is so key because um, like you said, like, having someone to guide you and give you advice and, and really show you the way to, to be able to achieve those goals. A lot of the things that we were promised or a lot of the, um, you know, a lot of the, the ideas that we had about the profession and what, and what our lifestyle would look like after we graduated were actually expectations that were given, like, you know, taught to us. But in reality, a lot of those things don't happen unless you, you choose to, to learn different skills unless you choose to, to become, to, to, to become more and really differentiate, differentiate yourself 
from from the rest of the of the professionals out there, from the the rest of the physical therapists, because everyone's coming out with the same degree. Yep. So so it's so important that we do that um, for pre PTs and and new grad PTs alike. Yeah. Uh, so thanks a lot for sharing that, man. Um, tell us about your your transition out of PT school and, and into the real world, because I know, um, you know, being in school for three years, you know, in graduate school, four years of undergrad, and you know how many how many years before that? Yeah. Um, it's it's kind of crazy, like you know, finally graduating, and then it's like, oh shoot, like what do I do next? Like, how, what did that look like for you? Man, mine was a little rocky, but it started a little bit before I finished PT school. Mm. Um, I I had gone through this roller coaster during PT school where first year I was, you know, you know, like, yo, I got, I'm in deep PT school. All I got to do is get out of this thing and, you know, just survive and get my doctorate and all that stuff. Um, my second year was, was a struggle. Um, I, I was in a pretty dark place mentally and I'm just kind of going through a lot of my own issues. My grades reflected that, everything reflected it. Um, and that's really at the end of that cycle is when I was introduced to, to, to smart success and Greg and, and that community. And that's when I started, you know, building pre-PT grind because it, it was a reflection of what I was already doing, you know, on our campus to serve pre-PTs. And so I remember at the very end of that, you know, we're building up our platform where we're starting to serve people. This is in, um, you know, early 2017. I, I, I went to my last rotation. I was in San Antonio, Texas. Um, and, and I remember that my confidence was just starting to, to be built because I think in PT school, what I felt was that you know, like obviously we were learning a lot of book knowledge, mm -hmm. but it was not necessarily always translating over to the clinical world. So, right. so in the clinical settings, you were just trying to just learn from your CIs the best you could, you know, just how to kind of do your thing. I remember during my last rotation, I'm like, man, it was my second ortho, like outpatient ortho mm -hmm. rotation. So I was pretty excited. Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, I already killed it in my first one. Yeah. Like this just needs to solidify my skills. I, and the thing is, like, we want to come out confident, right? So it was, like, a chance to come out, like, mm -hmm. pretty dominant. And I remember, like, that CI literally crushed my life. Mm -hmm. Like, hardest rotation I've ever had. Um, it prepared me for a lot of other things, but I remember it just crushed me. Um, he sat me down, told me that, you know, I was being too ambitious. He told me to pretty much, you know, throw the pre-PT grind platform, which really right now is taking care of, like, 3.6 thousand people plus. Mm -hmm. But at that time, it was, like, still in, in its baby stage. And he's like, you know what, just toss that aside. It's, it's, it's not even worth it. You're, you're wasting your time just to just grind it out. You know, he, I mean, no disrespect, but he, he had been in the profession for, I think, 33 years at that time. And uh, he was still a staff PT, still struggling with the whole. And so I was like, man, like you already don't embody what I want. Mm -hmm. I never told him that. I was very respectful. I, I wanted to pass. Right. Like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> hold a lot of power. <laughs> but I remember that just crushing my, uh, my, my just my motivation to crush my confidence in terms of my my expertise i remember just second thinking everything and so now with that being the last thing it sucks like you come out of pt school and you're like f like how the heck am i supposed to like you know like handle real patients i don't even have a ci to back me up anymore mm -hmm. so i remember just feeling like stuck i remember feeling like well i still had my community my smart success pt community which which kept me focused in terms of like my outlook, but, but still like there was a bit of me that was still very reluctant. Um, and a lot of changes were about to happen. I just didn't realize it yet. Mm -hmm. um, I, I like after I finished PT school, I went to like four weddings back to back to back and then literally got into a car from Michigan and drove to Tampa, Florida. Didn't have a job yet. Um, so now you're talking about, you know, being, being like, 
you know, feeling like you're less than in terms of your clinical expertise. You're talking, like going into a world that you're not used to. I mean, I had shoveled snow for the previous 18 years and I was going to Florida. Um, <laughs> not having a job, I think my, 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 my parents were like, uh, my mom literally didn't even say bye to me. She was like, I'll see you in a few weeks because she thought I was just going to come down and then just turn right back around. But, uh, but I came down like kind of stubborn. I was like, I'm, I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to make it work. But, uh, but, but I was also scared at the same time. Um, it took, um, interviewed a lot of different places. Um, it took about two and a half months before I got my job. So you're talking like you're seeing all your classmates come out, they're getting their jobs, they're doing all these different things. And the reason why is not because I didn't get job offers. I did. I just knew that that one belief that I had of like, oh, lifestyle. No, I, I now had an understanding of what I really was looking for as a physical therapist. I knew what kind of environment I needed to be a part of. Otherwise, that alone would drain me. I, I knew what it looked like to have friends of mine that were PTs that that were in the profession for six months, one year, two years, and feeling drained, burnt out, feeling like those, like like they're just stuck. And I'm like, well, I just dropped like over a hundred thousand dollars on schooling. I better like enjoy whatever the heck I'm doing because mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna be at it for a while to pay this off. So I I needed to find an environment that would allow me to grow, an environment that would teach me how to lead, an environment that would empower me with the skills that I needed. And it ended up being renewal rehab. And so, but, but that was a hard transition. I think a lot of times people see the end results of where we work, man. And uh-huh. they're like, oh, y'all just got it made. No, no y'all no. have no idea. Like it was, it was like, I'm talking like, like, I'm not like a crier on camera, but I remember like tearing up some nights be like, yo, what the heck did I get myself into? Like, why did I come down here? If there's nothing, there was, there was no guarantees. It's the one time in my life. It was the first time in my life where I felt like I was not in control. And I didn't like it. Like, Javi already knows, like, my biggest fear is, like, skydiving, right? Because I'm, like, because I feel like I'm just falling and, you know, it's like death is inevitable at that point, you know what I mean? But, but it kind of felt like that. It felt like I was just jumping out of a plane, um, you know, with, with a parachute, hoping that the, you know, chute actually opens at some point, you know what I mean? And so, and so it, it was interesting. It, it, it's tough because um, you have to start thinking outside of what's safe, or what's safest. I think what was safest was staying back in Michigan. Mm-hmm. I could have gotten a job like that. I, I knew other PTs, I, I, I was offered different things. But I said, I need to be in an environment that is going to be the most ideal for me mm-hmm. in terms of growing my career, in terms of growing everything. And it's been like night and day. I mean, we could talk later about like what it's looked like since, but right. that was my transition. <clears throat> and it was, it was scary as heck, it mm-hmm. was, uh, filled with a lot of doubt, but I needed somewhere where I could regain that confidence, somewhere where I could relearn how to be a dominant clinician, how to actually take care of people well, and how to immerse myself in a community that I could see myself serving in. And I really wasn't going to sign up for anything that was going to set me up for um, any kind of burnout. Um, and yeah. and I, I think we chose well, man. Yeah, no, I, I would have to agree, man. I think I think people don't think like hard enough about what it is that they want. Um, and a lot of the times we make rash decisions coming out of PT school because we just want to find a job. We just want to start making money. But if you don't step back and think about the things that you, that you actually want that actually matter to you, you'll, you'll burn out and you'll burn out pretty, pretty fast. 
Um, so the fact that you left right out of PT school, I think was probably, I don't know if you'd agree, but the best decision you could have ever made, yeah. because I feel like once you accept a position, let's say you, you have, you have plans or ideas to do something different, to, to move to another state or, or to go to your, to your ideal situation, you know, further down the line, a lot of the times what happens is, is you get comfortable and, uh, you know, six months pass, a year passes, two years, three years, four years, five years, and you look back and realize that you haven't gone anywhere, that you're stuck and you're very unhappy. So be sure of what, of what you want right out of PT school. Obviously things change, but try and be as clear as possible. Um, um, because ultimately, I mean, that, that's going to really just set up your, the rest of your career. Um, I think it's super important. So uh, I'm happy you ended up coming down to Tampa, man. (laughs) Best career decision I could have made by far. Yeah. A hundred percent, man. So what, what were you personally struggling with as a new grad PT? I know you covered a a little bit about it, but was there something specific? Um, I I think part of it was, um, a lot of different things. I mean, you, you have clinical struggles at first. Um, I was struggling with, with figuring out how, how I was going to get patients to buy into me. Um, I, I think before you kind of, they know that you're a student, right? right. They know that there's a clinical instructor there. It's usually a bigger clinic. There's, there's always something to back you up if you, if you mess up. So, so I think I was, I was initially scared about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember my, my first eval was literally like me kind of working a PRN type of type of gig uh, where like I found out like two days before and they're like, you down to do an eval? And I'm here like freaking out. Like, yeah, I'm like, yo, I haven't even, I haven't even looked at my notes from PT school. I haven't looked at it. Oh man. And then you just kind of go in there and just realize that you just got to talk to people. But, but, but I think that, um, I think understanding the rehab process was, yeah. was a struggle for me at first too. Yeah. Um, because I, I knew how to kind of take care of the pain or the initial symptoms just right. to get the person to be like, oh, I feel a little better. Right. And then it's almost like for us as PTs, it's like a little ego, ego boost, but really I, I didn't know how to take hmm. care of someone all the way through. I didn't know how to take someone that came in with like nine out of 10 pain and could barely walk and get them back to sprinting and get them back to agility stuff instead of like, because I think a lot of times we, we outsource and say that it's just not our responsibility. We say, hmm. That, that that's the use of other professionals i've heard pt saying um well i uh i do the stuff that really you know that's within my expertise and then i give the rest of the athletic training that's a bunch of bull crap right yep. we just don't know a lot of us struggle with that like not knowing how to actually well especially in out outpatient ortho i know it's a little different uh, when it comes to you know acute care and the goals are a little different but but for me in outpatient ortho i, I didn't know I didn't know how to actually take someone through that whole thing. I didn't know how to take, uh, you know, a former patient of mine who was, you know, well, I figured it out, but you know, th- through learning. But at first, I didn't, I couldn't take someone that was barely able to run half a mile and take them to where they're running, you know, a fifty mile marathon, you know. But by the end of twenty eighteen, yeah, those are things I had to learn. But those were struggles. Those were nights like I had, I lost sleep 